0: Hey, what's up? What's going on? Welcome to another episode of Hey Mark, the podcast where I market to have open and authentic conversations about, you know, topics like mental health, self-development, things that just don't come up on a daily basis. Just because I feel like if someone's listening out there, they might feel alone. They could hear this and think, holy shit, I'm not the only one. Uh, I think that that's kind of a message that resonates with a lot of people. If you're down with that shit, you'll probably like this podcast. If you're not, you might want to listen to something else. But today I'm joined by Bryant. He's a music producer. You're out in Atlanta, right? In Georgia? Yeah, what's up, guys? Yeah, I'm from Atlanta. Yeah, dude. How about you give yourself a little bit of an introduction? Because this is actually, for people that are listening into this, this is the first time we've ever actually chatted together, other than just like a few text messages back and forth. But why don't you give yourself a little intro and we'll just jump right into it. Yeah, so
1: I'm Brian. I'm a music producer from Atlanta. Um, I found this podcast. I definitely thought it was cool how uh, there was been like a lot of unfiltered talk about mental health and uh, that's something that's definitely got me here as far as my journey and actually like doing this shit and actually like taking it seriously. So I appreciate you having me on. Hell yeah, man.
0: Well, like why don't we jump, jump into like how you got into producing music in the first place just to kind of like give people a background story. Yeah. So, all
1: right. So, you know how it's funny before this, we were talking about how, um, you know, you just got to put yourself out there as far as like putting your face out there and stuff. Uh, so I actually started on YouTube doing that. And that was a singer, but I was like, known as like Lance Bryant sings or whatever back in the day. It was like ninth grade in high school. Um, but in eighth grade, I was doing that way before too, but I started getting hate and stuff from it. Um, because I was actually getting a lot of views so it was just kind of different for people and they basically like nobody that wasn't really a thing where people would like be on YouTube like that taking it seriously but I kind of had that figured out at a young age but then I totally just took down the channel and started doing other stuff playing football and shit and uh, I think I ran cross yeah I ran cross country played lacrosse just kind of did the whole like jock phase and uh then I kind of came back to music later, but um, that's a whole different story. Sorry, it's like the origin story is so long. Hi, um, man, I got time. Yeah, so <laughs> I started going to community college and uh, started playing around with the computer a little bit more and uh, ended up getting another computer because I was just using like a, my mom's computer at the time. and was like downloading some software and stuff. But uh, I actually started taking it seriously I think I downloaded this program called Logic on my Mac. And uh, that kind of got me into like making songs and actually writing songs and things like that. And then uh, a few years later, I started going to this music production school. I I dropped out of the other school. I was like, no, I don't want to do that. I actually did insurance for a while too. So like I've always been like money focused and stuff. Long, just long story, just random stuff, honestly. But uh, then I went to the music school and uh, it was called SAE in Atlanta. It's a great school. Uh, learned a lot about audio engineering, uh, a lot about music business. And um, yeah, ever since I've just been thinking about, I really want to make music, but I want to do it like on uh-huh the scenes. So uh, it's been audio is anywhere from like audio engineering, but mostly music production, I actually like making beats, and making instrumentals and things like that. But yeah Sick, that's
0: man. pretty much it yeah that's dope we got kind of similar stories that way actually i remember when i was growing up man like it's like i think when i was a kid i played trumpet in like the school band but then i when i was like grade eight or nine i got my first guitar and so like yeah. for me i was like "Fuck, dude i want to become a shredder but i didn't want any of my friends to know i was trying to learn guitar because i didn't want them to think that i don't know why it was like my ego i was like i don't want people to know i'm learning something Mm -hmm. and like being a beginner at something and I was kind of like the same thing that you said I was like trying to play that role of like a jock like I was playing like rugby and and hockey obviously like every other every other good old Canadian boy playing hockey so I was like fuck man I don't want to be like the music guy but music's always been one of my biggest passions and it's funny I don't talk about that a lot on social media or on my Instagram or anything like that or this podcast even but like music's one of my biggest passions. It's always like, it's one of those things. It sounds cliche. It's, it's just always been there for me to kind of like lean on, but it sounds like you kind of a hundred percent understand that for sure. Like, dude, that's so sick that we have so many parallels. and even like the sales, like insurance sales. Like I, um, one of my old jobs, I was like in sales in the fitness industry. So it's oh, like man. kind of such a similar background, man. How funny is that? That's too cool. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Not a lot of people realize that the sales teaches you a lot about life. It teaches a lot about people and endurance and all kinds of stuff mentally. It's crazy. And it has a lot to do with sports too. But what part of Canada are you from?
0: I'm on the West coast, man. I'm in Vancouver. Like I'm like probably like two hours North of
1: Seattle. Yeah. Yeah. I've always wanted to go actually those two places, Seattle and Vancouver. I feel like that would be sick. I've never been on that side. I've only been to California. That's as far west as I've been. Not even up. I want to go up though, so bad. Yeah,
0: I've been I've actually I've had the privilege I've driven up and down the west coast um, a couple times. But I've been yeah, all over Arizona all over Nevada. The only place mm-hmm. I've been out east I, I went to Disney World as a kid in Florida but like yeah. I've never been out East and even Canada. I haven't, it's a huge country, man. Like it's like, yeah, yeah
1: they're the same span, right. East to West. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel like, yeah, a lot of people don't realize like there's so much up there, but i have even like, I even want to go to Michigan. Like I just feel like even as far as the U S there's totally, they're totally different atmospheres, totally different places. Like than the South, the South is I've like, and I've been other places, but I mean, I've never been out of other countries. So I just I definitely want to go like travel and stuff, especially like up north and stuff.
0: It's a it's a funny place, man. I feel like if you're from it from like Georgia, I think Vancouver would be a funny place for you to go, man. It's a pretty weird place. I love it here. It's 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 definitely bizarre though, especially if you come from like if Georgia's anything like Florida. I've been to Florida and it's like any of the southern, any states that are somewhat southern, they're like, it's a different world, man yeah
1: yeah i know like i i feel like god i feel like there's a lot of different places though in the south that people would come to and they'd be like they wouldn't think that the south does certain things or like i don't know is like certain things and i don't know like there's so many uh there's so many things about the south where i feel like if we see something crazy, like, we almost, like, understand, I mean, depending on who you are and where you go, but if you're, like, one of those, like, accepting, I guess, like, people, as far as, like, when you're in the south, and I don't know, man, it's just, it's crazy, people are open to so many things, I'm, I definitely want to go up north, though, absolutely, yeah, I I would compare
0: Vancouver, I was gonna, uh, the biggest comparison, I feel like, Seattle and Vancouver are literally the exact same thing for me like because I've been to Seattle a couple of times I used to camp around there when I was a kid but then I've been to a couple of Mariners games as well because like the the only Canadian MLB team is the Blue Jays and that's across the country so it's a lot easier just to drive south and go to the Mariners games when the Blue Jays go there but yep. yeah it's it's cool man I like and each like I feel like the state's well, I guess Canada is kind of like this as well, but I feel like every state has its own culture, man. Like, cause especially where I was at, like, I, I was like kind of in this place, it's called Lachland, Nevada. And it's like mm. right on the border of Arizona, California, and Nevada. So I was like kind of spending time in each state around there and like, dude, it's so different, especially Nevada to California is like different worlds, man. But yeah. my, uh, my roommate went to school in Texas for a little while. So he's told me a couple of stories about being around. He was near Dallas, And so like, he was kind of just chilling out there for a little while. And he's told me some pretty crazy, but funny stories, man. Yeah. Well, you said, uh, Dallas,
1: like Dallas, Texas.
0: Yeah. Yeah. He went to school down there. He was, they do like firefighter training over in Texas. So like for, for us in Vancouver, there's like a college that does it locally. It's called like the justice Institute of British Columbia. That's the province we live in. Yeah. But, um, yeah if you the other option if you don't do that there's like a transfer program down in Texas and him and his buddy were like dude let's just go to Texas and do this school like that would be sick
1: yeah man honestly Texas that again that's another place like I've flew over it I've never been there but honestly I would love to go I just I feel like there's so much to see out in the U.S. still I definitely want to travel to other places though yeah it's so cool like i yeah u.s
0: and canada are so similar that way because um like obviously you want to go to other countries like i want to i want to go all over the states but it's like dude you have so much country to discover in your own man like it's mm-hmm. so sick yeah, Yo, yeah even. sorry up? go ahead i was going to change the no. subject so you go ahead first man
1: i don't know i was just going to say even in atlanta there's still stuff i'm discovering every day like I'm not even like technically from here. I'm from like the outskirts. So it's just constantly discovering new things in the city. It's pretty cool. But yeah, you can go ahead and just change the subject by that. No, no, it's all good, man. I,
0: actually, Vancouver is very similar to that because I live in a city. I'm not actually in Vancouver. I live in a city so, just south of it. It's like a 20-minute drive.
1: Mm-hmm. But
0: we just tell everybody that we're from Vancouver. But yeah, uh, I live in like a city that's just south of it. And that's actually where the airport is. And mm-hmm. it's, it's nuts. Like the culture difference between like Vancouver and Richmond, like the city that I live in. It's like, mm-hmm. com- it's so crazy. Like in each little city, there's so much different level, like pockets of culture. Like my roommates from like two cities over. And when he came here, I'm like, yo, I got to show you all the hole in the wall restaurants, like all the greasy spoons around here. And he's like, I never thought this would exist in Richmond. So it's like kind of cool that way when you go to different cities.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, that, sound, that sounds a lot like what we do here in the South is we'll say, oh, I'm from Atlanta because we know that the place that we're talking about, they're, they're not going to know where we're from. Like, I don't know, just random cities like Alpharetta, they're not going to know where that is. They're going to say just, they're just going to say they're from Atlanta.
0: Yeah, so. it's the exact same thing. Like anytime I ever travel, people ask me, I'm like, yeah, I'm just from Vancouver. Like in Canada, we had the Olympics back in 2010. That's our claim to
1: fame. Like, yeah. that's i think we're like like 1999 i don't even remember it was whenever they had the georgia doll. yeah i don't remember either man ignorant canadian i just know when we had it (laughs) (laughs) man i know we all gotta claim our olympics though i agree
0: so sick man yo so i was gonna ask you when you were in high school because you said you were singing on youtube for like grade eight and nine like um did you, did you mainly stop because of, like, kind of the hate you were getting? And, like, you were like, fuck, this isn't really helping me fit in. Like, is that kind of why you stopped, if you don't mind
1: me asking? Yeah. Yeah, I straight up, like, I, I didn't like it. But I don't know. It taught me a lot about YouTube in general. And that's kind of the whole point is I kind of gave up when I understood, like, you're in now. You know, that's kind of like the whole the whole game is like once you start getting hate but you're actually the numbers are showing different that's when you're actually doing something right so i don't know looking back i think about all the time what if i kept going you know so i don't know but here we are now we definitely are uh, on a more clear path and i definitely like, understand what i have to do and like yeah like with challenges and stuff they've been uh they've been all around me it's this whole journey but I think I'm I'm just really looking forward to uh, I'm finally looking forward to honestly seeing like the payoff of it if that makes
0: sense at all bro trust me that's literally I feel like that every single day man editing podcasts and everything like that it's like yeah man I I well and it does start to pay off as well because like like the first message you sent me in the very beginning, and even you kind of like alluded to it earlier. Like, it's like, dude, that is the payoff for me. Like when people message me and they're like, holy fuck, man, like that like resonates with me or I really connected with this. Like that is the payoff for me. Like I actually already work a full-time job. I work in construction. So it's like, that pays my bills. Like I do this. Cause it's like, man, I was fucking suffering as a teenager. and I just wanted other people to be able
1: to be like, fuck, man. I really understand that yeah yeah honestly the teenage years were some of the roughest but honestly looking back and the good news is i didn't know it then but i know it now from like just like being in therapy and all that you just learn so much like that wasn't actually good or that that was actually wrong or that wasn't a good kind of relationship so it's like i don't know looking back you just kind of see it and you're like now I get why that couldn't be why that didn't work out that thing
0: yeah dude I I was just reading I just finished this book this morning I've been one of my buddies wrote a book actually this guy I met Well, actually I haven't even met him yet he's a friend of a friend but I um I read his book and there's a section in his book he's talking about like having to go through all the shitty relationships where you have like temptation always in the back of your mind or toxic relationships and how each one of those is like a lesson for when you actually find the person you're supposed to be with. So you can actually like have a healthy, sustainable relationship with someone you love. Like, dude, that's yeah. like literally hits like, cause I just read about it this morning. So it's funny you say that, man. Who's it, man? Uh His name is Bobby Bazran. He's actually, he just started his own podcast as well. So this is his first plug. But yeah, dude, it's, it's a book called living with yourself. It's just like a bunch of lessons he learned from like going and visiting this monastery by his hometown. It's like this, this uh, it's an even smaller town. It's called Kamloops. It's like four hour drive from Vancouver, but I went camping with there. funny enough with a couple of buddies. And I met him at a, I met a buddy of his at the bar who was like, dude, you'd really like my buddy. You should connect with them. And we just chatted on Instagram. I've talked to him on the yeah. phone. But I told him, I'm like, bro, if you ever come to Vancouver, you can stay here. You just gotta sit down with me and do a podcast episode.
1: Yeah. No, that's sick. I'll have to check it out. Bobby. Bobby Basran,
0: B-A-S-R-I-N. And the book's called Living with Yourself. So there's his yeah, first
1: plug, man. Yeah, that sounds like something I would read, honestly. Uh I was, I was I am reading the first few pages. I just started reading the subtle art, but whatever his name is the guy that uh does
0: uh mark man Ma- is it mark yeah. manson mason i can't remember the subtle art of not giving a fuck right
1: yeah yeah that one yeah, yeah. i couldn't remember his name
0: i don't know why but yeah i think I... it's mark manson or mark mason i'm gonna butcher that and people will bitch
1: at us oh
0: anyways this uh, fuck it dude they know the yeah. book man
1: yeah how do you like it it's... so far man like i said I, it's just like the first like beginning pages or whatever um but I started reading it a while back, uh, in more depth. I don't remember exactly where I read to, but I do remember, um, I can't remember the exact passage, but it hit home with me about, uh, and it felt like, I don't know why. It felt like almost like Gary V was on my shoulder, like, and it's probably not what he wanted to hear. So if you're going to plug this too, sorry, but I don't know. It's just, uh, it made me start thinking about, uh, how many times I've let people tell me you can't do this or you can't do that. And honestly, you know, going back to YouTube, I actually connected with that a little bit, kind of made me realize like, wow, like I have not been a confident person. I don't know. That's just the message that kind of stuck with me. And like, I don't think I ever was, What what is confidence? And, uh, you know, so just things like that, little, little messages like that. But, uh, yeah, I definitely need to read the rest of
0: that book. But, it's a yeah. sick book. I, I've actually read it. It's a good book, man. I really enjoy it. I think I might have listened to just the audiobook version of it, so I can't say I read it, but you feel me, man. But, yeah, um, you know,
1: I love audiobooks, to be honest. That's my favorite way to read a book.
0: Yeah, dude. I Like I said, I work in construction. And sometimes when I'm working alone, I just pop headphones in, and just the hours just blow by, man. It's so sick. Yeah, it's unreal, yeah, man. man. Even for my drive to and from work, I've just started listening to audiobooks as well because it's like, man, I listen literally my my music taste. Well, I do jump around, but I listen to the, the same six playlists all the time, man, because I just, the music I love, I fucking love. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I really, I get hooked on artists
1: really quick. So then I'll just listen
0: to everything from them.
1: Yeah. Do you Never ever say it free you when you're in the car? like your favorite artist almost like it's a concert your own concert oh yeah dude hell yeah i've got i don't know what what kind
0: of music like when you were singing what kind of music were you singing and what kind of music do you normally listen to
1: all right so it's gonna make sense why people were making fun of me but i would sing um like good r&b music but like for a few videos because at the time see because i knew the strategy i knew the seo and all the gyms you know so i did a justin bieber cover or two or three i can't remember <laughs> don't worry <laughs> man, he's a, canadian we're you're repping i i figured it was gonna be okay i figured um so i did a few and that's when i feel like the hate started coming but um i got a few requests and honestly it was from the people that were making fun of me so i don't know maybe well, they were like again like bieber how they wanted to make fun of him but then a few years later man honestly he's he's got pretty good music Not gonna lie, you know everybody. not just
0: that but like bro you like you have no idea how many like when he was big here like it was the exact same culture like people were talking shit but it's like bro people are talking shit to bieber and he's a fucking millionaire now, so they could shut
1: the fuck up. You know what yeah. I mean? Like it's like what, like what the fuck are you doing, man? Like same thing. And he's like, you he can get a new life like that. You know, he's hundred percent, man. That's crazy. like the
0: thing I remember, dude. Because I get people that say shit like that to me sometimes. Like, oh, what do you think you are, like fucking Tony Robbins or Gary Vee? And I'm like, yeah, bro, just like shut the fuck up, man. Because like like the way i look at it like people like yourself like that are actually sitting down and like committing to this they're like fuck it because you said something earlier i was going to comment on where you're like i sometimes i look back and i think like what if i kept going yeah and like dude i think about shit like that all the time with a bunch of stuff that i used to playing guitar is one of them like what if i kept going i'd be so fucking good by now like dude that was a decade ago for me like so it's like man that, that is one of the feelings I try and like use as like a reminder for myself. Cause it's like, dude, this time's going to pass by anyways. So in 10 years, mm-hmm. do I want to be 10, 10 years deep into working on a podcast or do I want to th- be thinking about like, fuck, I should have done that 10 years ago. Like, do you ever right. think about that with producing now?
1: Yeah. So it's funny because I'm also some huge in like digital marketing and stuff and doing stuff around like just different things like that. So that's like, the love of mine like for the money but also because of like it's just fun to do but I really started leaning into that me and my brother are like trying to start a business um and it's actually technically two businesses from that which is why it was so demanding but for a minute there like yeah I, I did I started to think like you know looking back do I want to look go well I made all this money but I should have probably produced and like now i don't have a record with this person or that person was popping like you could have easily like you know made a record with them and uh i had somebody come to mind even like last night it's like you got to hop on this opportunity because if you don't you'll realize like that could have been like your spot you could have been you know helping somebody out you could have been actually being real and building an authentic relationship that was going to take you into being the next or even the first so-and-so who knows but like yeah it's definitely yeah it's to that point where like I get tired of uh saying what if and so yeah that's why I just lately it's been music and anything surrounded around like music surrounded uh I that's just what I go to and that's you know as far as like the other stuff and digital marketing that kind of just working itself out in its own time but i've got people with that so but yeah it's it's pretty cool though i mean it feels good to be back i mean it feels good to do it full-time honestly yeah i was gonna ask
0: you if, if you could be like full-time producing and making your earning like learning a living through that would you drop the digital media at all would you just be like yo i'm going all in on producing if that could be like a like pay all your bills and everything
1: I feel like, well, see, like, it depends on what you mean by that. But you mean, like, DJ Khaled full-time? Or do you mean, like, just how somebody just is able to start going full-time?
0: Like, like, I mean, like, if you didn't have to do any other work, like, if you were, like, you could just comfortably live through producing, like, would you you do other work, you think? Or would you just
1: do that? So that's where I would take you know saying we're on that scale that I'm like thinking of that's where I would take because of my love for digital marketing because that's really like the music industry at this point and it would just be like that would be my my job I would basically like have people almost like how DJ Khaled like I would have my producers and I would have my artists and we it's kind of like that's honestly so you know it's funny I said about internet money That is Taz Taylor in a nutshell. Not a lot of people give him a lot of credit, but yeah, he can make amazing beats and he can make, you know, he can get like the best people together in the studio, but he's a genius digital marketer. Like the dude is just hella inspirational for me. And um, you know, it's funny because I don't ever think about connecting the two together, but um, I feel like I could, I don't know, I just, I'm more of like business minded when it comes to it, but that's all the music business is, is business. So, I mean, it's just, we get caught up in just loving it. That's all us as producers, you know, we just caught, just caught up in the, Oh, this sounds amazing. Or even the little shit, like that 808 sounds so nice. Or, you know, the, the hi hats are too. I don't know. That's just the, the shit we focus on, but, there's a bigger scale that definitely needs to be like clamped down on. And I think that's what a lot of people like take Heath. Um, OZ, These are shout outs to like some of my favorite producers, John, honestly, it, it, all the guys from internet money are just killing it though. But yeah, a lot of people like that. A lot of people like that.
0: Yeah, dude. I, I know what you mean, though, about like just like falling in love with it, because that's how I am with like so much music, man, like in terms of like hip hop and rap, like I'm into a lot of like older school stuff, like Tribe's my favorite, obviously, from the West Coast. So we got to pick someone from the opposite end. <laughs> but but um yeah, dude, like I've always been like hella into lyrics. Like it's funny because my roommate plays bass. And so yeah. um, every time like we're like we're like listening to music and we're like comparing like, Oh, what do you think is sick about this artist? And I'm like, dude, lyrics, lyrics, lyrics. Like I love the lyrics. And then all he hears is drum drum lines and bass lines. Cause he's so tuned to like listening to the rhythm. And it's so funny to hear people go in and just like appreciate small things about it. Like you're saying, like when you're producing, it's like, dude, this like snare sounds sick or this 808 sounds sick. Like it's like, dude, I feel that a hundred percent, man. It's just like an appreciation for the art. Yeah. You said you like lyrics more? Yeah, man. That's like what I always hear first is like lyrics because I'm kind of a nerd, man. Like I just started reading a lot in the last couple of years. So now I'm like reading Mm. lyrics a lot more as well, man.
1: Yeah. So I was thinking about something the other day and it's so weird. It's such a random song, but it's like it's a great random song. It's like something you don't mind hearing when you're in the store. Smash Mouth by All Star is honestly a really well written song i don't and like man i honestly like it gives me such shrek vibes but like if you just like think about the name think about the lyrics of the song uh that and uh i mean that one's okay but actually also i was thinking about this one too waking up in vegas by katie perry, perry. It's <laughs> actually dude Katy perry is the shit like, dude I i've seen her live it. i'm not even gonna lie i've
0: seen her live dude she kills it dude back in uh, the day man she's so sick man i saw her like i think i was like grade 11 or grade 12 so oh, like 10 years man. ago dude and it was like like when, when it was happening yeah dude
1: when california girls came out it was oh, sick dude. dude okay yeah so anything she makes is fire i don't even know like I mean, like, yeah, she's got, like, this background story and stuff. And it's, like, it was on Netflix a while back. I don't know why anyone didn't even watch it. It's watch But I don't know. As the years have gone by, Katy Perry is just even more cool. And I don't know why. I don't. Yeah, dude, she slaps, man. That's so sick. Yeah. <laughs> That's so sick. That they were thinking of the future. That's just how the music, I don't know. The music industry is crazy. But, yeah, if we had another artist like Katy Perry, that would be cool. But I, just, I don't know if they could do it the same yeah who to compare
0: her to like I I literally can't think of another artist that I guess maybe like because I just don't really listen to that genre very much but I couldn't think of someone to compare it to she's so sick man I don't know I'm trying to like rock my brain right now and try yeah. to figure out who I could compare her to but she's a one of a kind man 100% she is so where do you think music's going and like Dude, I I don't know, man. I th- like, cause I listen to literally every genre. Like I, I know everyone says that, but I'm like, I fucking really love every single genre and I listen to like a lot of like rock. I listen to a lot of punk. I listen to a lot of like even mm-hmm. reggae and country. I listen mm-hmm. to literally everything, but yeah. like, I feel like everything right now, especially like what's played on. Well, I guess the radio is not really a good metric to judge by, but I, it's on all the time when i'm working and like we usually have rock or country on the, on the construction site and like even is going so pop now man i was thinking about calling in the other day and being like dude johnny cash would be
1: fucking pissed if you heard this like dude okay so the south loves that shit i'm dead serious they love the, the pop the, country. Well, actually, kind of yeah so like they have like this is their exact reaction like yeah, they would love to hear like more songs like uh, that. That Tim McGraw song, uh, something like that, like the barbecue, yeah, barbecue yeah, stand yeah, yeah. They would love to hear stuff like that again. Uh, that's like that perfect
0: balance, which the is nineties country man, the nineties yeah. early two thousands country.
1: Yeah, but they have these artists like, well, uh, Morgan Wallen. This he's actually a really popular one. That's not actually, he's not actually that bad, but he's got this new unreleased song I heard on TikTok the other day, and it's got like this 80s vocal, like an uh, engineering technique on his voice. Um, I think it's called like You Proof, it's actually a good song. Like the, the drums are t- kind of weird though, not going to lie. Like they got like a weird, it wasn't mixed right at all, but I don't know. I feel like country is kind of headed. I actually had a conversation with a friend. He said pop just across all genres and country is going back to the 80s because we were in the 90s and now we're going back to the 80s because we're doing like our early 2000s thing. It's been like 20 years. So I don't know how it works, but. I
0: could see that though, because in the eighties, like the lyrics were kind of just like lighthearted, like kind of they wasn't like heavy lyricism in music. Like the seventies, kind of were, but like the eighties was just kind of like "fuck it, let's just party and have fun" kind of lyrics. Like it was lighthearted, yeah. but then like in the nineties and the early two thousands, you had like so many other people writing lyrics that were like about social issues, and it was way more like in every industry like rock rap anything like the lyrics were just so much heavier in the 90s and the early 2000s so like i feel yeah. like i feel like you're right man like i feel like because most of the music that's like popular on pop radio and country even like pop rock like on like local rock stations you hear it like it's like always like light-hearted like me and one of my buddies that i work with all the time like we always joke about like oh great fucking lyricism in this one hey like fucking garbage but they just want to make a banger now like that's it
1: yeah yeah i feel like uh who was it uh in hip-hop playboy cardi like last album it's almost like how about we just like put a few words in there and they just he says the same shit over and over not shitting on him he's a genius but at the same time like it's like there's like a, I see like certain people, like I see their genius in, the, in their thought process. Cause like some people have noticed they'll make music and they're not making a full song. They're making a concept. and I know that's kind of weird. Cause it's like they, because music has like no end and no, like it's like it's so crazy. You can do anything. What they do is they just make a concept and then they call it a song. It's like when they make a movie, Uh, I was watching some movie with my girlfriend and uh, the movie ends at where you think it should finish the story. And so it's like, oh, it's a concept, but that's a film now technically, because it's art. So it's just cool how people's like art is so different. But uh, I I still consider it like all art, even the weird stuff, like I could flip it in a sample.
0: Yeah, hundred yeah. percent. I was about to ask you that question because I remember, like, um, I remember, like, when, remember when Travis Scott came out with uh, what's it fucking called that Astro World? Yeah. And any sample, give me the loot. Huh? Yeah. Do you think What is that-, that
1: from? I forget. I mean,
0: Stargazing. Oh. Stargazing.
1: Yeah, but oh, the give me the, the
0: loot. Oh, yeah. it's from yeah. Give me the loot. It's from Biggie Small song. Give me the loot. Yes. Yes.
1: Okay. Yeah, because I heard that the other day. I was like okay, I'll have to remember this. That's yeah, a lot dude.
0: Thanks. No yeah. worries, bro. But I was going to ask you, do you think that like when you're saying like artists just make concepts now, do you think that they're doing that in hopes that like future artists sample their shit? That.
1: Um, but I also think in that song particularly, I don't know why. I don't know if I have the same thing that Kanye has, where he's like, he says he can see sounds. I think he says like, it's an actual condition where you can see colors but, like, I like when I ever since I was a kid, I would like close my eyes. Now I can do it like with my eyes open. But, like, when he's in, you know, uh, that Q beat sample and it's like taking you through, and he goes, Give me the loop. No, sorry, that's not, that's not a Q beat sample. It was a few measures before that. But yeah, he goes, Give me the loop. Whenever I hear that, I don't know why. I'm imagining I'm on one of those very interactive indoor roller coasters and you're just surrounded by Travis's world. I don't know. And just like in his thoughts. So, like, I feel like the ad-libs were his thoughts. I don't know if that makes sense.
0: 100%, but. man. Dude, that that song, that whole album was actually nuts. I remember when it first came out, I was like, holy shit, every song on here is good,
1: man. Yeah. Yeah, but what was it? You, you were saying something about sampling. I want to get back to that. You, you said, was- do I...
0: I was thinking, like, do you think that artists sometimes cause you were saying like some songs that some artists make, they're just like kind of concepts, like they're not there's not like a lot of deep lyricism behind it. Do you think that they're doing that in hopes that like someone might sample their shit later on? Cause like think about how many times like people sample like old Kanye tracks, like or anything like that, you know? Like, do you think that they're like making beats like that because they're like, Oh,
1: this beat's a banger, but I don't really have lyrics for it? Like our children for sure. Like way in the future like our children's children yeah they'll be sampling kanye albums for sure yeah dude. like how about, in some way I was, was robot.
0: Say, I was sorry sorry i keep cutting you off i was gonna say did you like his new album man
1: it's a um, hot topic right now so, Tim and drake dropped their albums together Oh, okay i see like as a canadian i feel like you're gonna like my answer though i I don't want to compare him right away, but I did listen to Donda. I liked it. I thought it was too long. Certified lover boy. Honestly, he could have had a few more songs in there. I would have been happy to, but he, he killed it. But I do agree with what people are saying. I think that he, his point was like, I can do a parody album of myself. Cause I don't know if you heard that. A lot of people said that this is like a Drake parody album but I think it's kind of like if you wanna take it as that, that's fine. But I think his, that's his point, even doing songs like Way Too Sexy, is like he's making fun of how good he actually is. Like he's like, I can be I'm so good, I can be lighthearted about it, you know? And so that's why I love the album more, especially like more if I'm comparing them, because it's just like it's like taking a victory lap. That's what that album is like.
0: I don't know. Dude, I love the way you said that. That's sick. I actually I get a lot of hate from my buddies because I'm actually not a Drake fan. I'm not a Oh, future. really? Yeah, it's so oh, funny. Man. I get that reaction all the time, especially being like, I guess like the farther east you go, the more and more people love him because he's from Toronto and uh, he's always with the raps. But I I'm actually, I don't listen to a lot of his music. I used to listen to a lot of it. Like when I was in high school, dude, when he came out with a lot of hits with Wayne, dude, when they had like trophies, I was like so, I was like super into him. And then he started just going kind of more R&B. And I was like, dude, he's such a good lyricist and such a good rapper that, like, it hurts me to see him do this kind of stuff because I know how fire he can be. And then I just stopped listening to him. But in the last couple of years, bro, like, when he had that beef with Meek Mill and he, like, came back with back-to-back, I was like, oh,
1: shit, this guy's for real,
0: man. Like, he's
1: crazy. Dude, he actually is. I don't know if you saw that TikTok, but, like, And like all the love to Drake, but yeah, I definitely think uh he's definitely got uh he's got people backing him and he does not play around.
0: Yeah, dude, he went off, man. And I was like, and not only that, but he that was like such an unreal song that I was like, dude, he still has bars, like I want him to come back. So I I once he came out with Certified Lover Boy, I was like, okay, this is shit that's kind of dope now. Like, I'm getting back into it now.
1: He even put Nicky in there.
0: Yeah, dude. It was so sick. I was, like, literally, because I, I fucking, I used to say I hated him for so long because he was just making pop music. And I was just tired of all these people that, like, and I used to be super judgmental. So, like, I was like, man, you guys aren't even hip-hop fans. Like, you don't fucking yeah. love it like I do. So I was like yeah. pissed, you know, I didn't like him, but then he started coming back out with, with fire. And I was like, okay, this is dope, man. I like this again. Yeah. He's, he's kind of undeniable, he, man.
1: Yeah. I love his technique and I don't even know if it's his technique. Basically like um, it's almost like he's fishing for fans. So like, I like how he kind of did with, with the pop and all the stuff he's always wanted to do even like a few, like uh, very like, bottom-heavy, like, island drum-type music, Um, it almost seems like he was trying to get fans from all around the world, and certain genre, or certain, like, uh, people who normally wouldn't listen to his music go, like, you know, I actually like that Drake song, just so he could come back to this point and go, now I can make the music with Lil Wayne and Rick Ross and Nicki Minaj and still be the same young money guy, and now I have all these people that like me, and that's why, like, I hate to say it, but uh, well, I, and I, it's weird. I have a weird reason for why I hate to say it. I'm more really going to it, but, like, I started to a second there. But, yeah, I think Drake is just very, very powerful. I feel like we don't realize we're witnessing another, like, Jay-Z, to be honest. And so, like, if I ever get a Drake placement, I'm just going to say thank you and keep my head down. And, yeah, that's all I'm going to say. because <laughs> yeah. like,
0: he's yeah. he's undeniable, man. It goes without saying like he literally, and like I said, dude, I was not partial to him for a long time. I was like, man, fuck him. Like, but dude, he's undeniable now. Every, like I said, dude, back to back, I was like, okay, never mind. I take back everything I said. I eat my own words on this one, man. I can admit when I was wrong. Yeah. (laughs) I was
1: just bitter, man. But see, like here's the good thing about Kanye that I will say his, his music is like wine. So I had the same reaction of life with Pablo. Um, and then I see people like Timothy Chalamet, who's like a huge Kanye supporter. And he's like in Venice partying, listening to Kanye, like it's like pop, like popping and see, like, I feel like some of his fans like, are able to tap into, they're able to tap into the future and see like what we're going to be feeling. We're when i don't know when he goes on tour again because every time kanye actually goes on tour people are i don't know they're just way more serious about him but i don't think people were feeling these little pop-up shows honestly i know a lot of people that went but i don't think people were feeling them even though it was cool i thought it was the neatest thing because he was like giving you a taste of hey i'm not done with the album what do y'all think and all right back to the studio it's kind of cool and spiritual in a sense like for like music you know like it was like an experience but i liked how he released it even though he said it was like still uh not still on, was it? they like got the date wrong or something like that
0: yeah i think and like dude i don't know a shit ton about it to be 100 honest but i think that the record was trying to hold him off because of the baby yeah he was on the track and then now he's going through all this legal shit Oh yeah, yeah, they had to clear that
1: sample. That's right. Or not the same. They had to clear his bones. Like that. I forgot. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And yeah, it was thing. like
0: keep him on. Mm-hmm. Fuck, trust me, bro. I fucking hate cancel culture. So I can go in on that, man. I fucking hate that shit.
1: Uh that's that's good because yeah, no, I feel like that's one of the things, you know, we get a lot of talk about mental health and stuff, we get a lot of stuff, uh talk about. You know, people being for people and people just uh, people wanting more peace. But I think where that line is crossed is when people actually start doing stuff that hurts people. And sometimes cancel culture can do that because a lot of them don't deserve it. And it's it's sad. I don't know. It's sad to see it, like people get canceled or I don't know, being misinformed or not knowing something. It's just, yeah, it's sad.
0: Well, dude, like the, the main thing that always fires me up about it is like, take that example for, for like, for just like an example, yeah, like an example, I guess. But it's like, um, you know, like, how are people supposed to learn their boundaries if they don't get like socially corrected? You know, if people mm-hmm. don't like say shit, because like, say I have an opinion that's fucked up, right? Mm-hmm. And I never say it. And I just keep it like held in the back of my mind forever. And it like builds up and manifests in weird fucked up ways. Like, wouldn't it be better if I were to just be able to like, maybe bounce that idea off you and you could be like, bro, that's fucked up. Or I say it in public and I just get punched in the mouth. And then I learn my lesson. Like, I, like in my personal opinion, we probably have similar opinions that way. It's like, how do you learn your boundaries unless you just push them? And then dude, words are words. Like, like I said, the worst case scenario is like, do you remember when you're in high school and you say the wrong thing to the wrong guy and he just fucking punches
1: you and you're like, fuck, I guess I shouldn't say that. Yeah yeah no i i I definitely get what you're saying i think like nowadays like yeah people do want to they want to put up certain boundaries around what they can and can't say and i feel like uh i feel like with him uh i don't really even know the full story
0: but uh i don't know either i can't really like i i think he was just saying a bunch of homophobic shit on stage i think he was saying something like yeah, I don't want to get into it cuz I'm already like a step away from being canceled myself, but like yeah, he oh, was yeah. saying some homophobic shit and I think like uh yeah, I think he's in jail. I don't know. I actually have no
1: clue. I don't yeah, I don't know. But uh yeah, any I I feel like when people just like, you know, they can have like free speech, but I I definitely don't think like hate speech is free free speech or anything, but I think I you know, at the same time though, like people got to understand like where people are coming from. And um, I think sometimes a lot of that, a lot of the times actually is um, somebody has a different way of saying something, especially like here in the South. And I know he's from the South, but like sometimes like people have a different way of saying something and they'll, it'll come across weird or come out wrong or I don't know. And I am not saying it's his case, but yeah, no, I, I think like, yeah, people just don't understand a lot of different like differences as far as where people are from and um like uh like their sayings I guess. I don't know. But yeah, I definitely know here, like, yeah, we definitely have people who are like definitely still like would would call themselves like anti lgbtq But you know, I feel like there's some people that are not like so many people that were at one point probably like now have like uh, a gay uh, family member. And so it's like, I don't know. I feel like, I feel like people are, are so like, you know, for it now here. But um, I think at the same time, like, it's still like you had the, like actually in Valdosta, there was this like hate crime. Some guy who got like um, the flag ripped from that was like really messed up and, then, and, then, and then, like people were like videotaping it and like watching and laughing and, like they all like got suspended i think so wow. that's good yeah but yeah not not for that kid though because he was on the ground like he literally
0: like ripped it and like he, Like, bro that's ooh. what i'm saying it's like that guy fucking learned his lesson that's what yeah. i'm saying is like if people aren't able to express those things publicly and like see the consequences of it then they never get corrected
1: yeah that guy uh i'm pretty sure he he's getting like sued that guy that guy is gonna get college tuition from that yeah
0: because we like we literally have hate speech over there but like we over here like we literally have hate speech laws. like there's things that you'll get fucking fined for saying like yeah say shit like that already so it's kind of like we already have that kind of covered in the law for us i don't think we need to cancel people like there's legal ways to deal with it that's the way i look at it at least
1: yeah what are still like in canada what's some things you can and can't say
0: mostly like racial slurs like you can't like can't say anything like that like you could i guess there's nothing they can stop you from saying it in your house and shit but if you said it to somebody on the street like, they could definitely fucking call the cops and the, and you get fined. Like, it's like, I think it's even considered mm. assault,
1: man. Like, I don't
0: think you could say a lot, like, in terms of like, especially race and like uh, anything like homophobic even, I think would be, I think even like transphobic stuff is a hate crime here as well. Yeah. I don't know. I, I'm not 100% sure, but I know Jordan Peterson used to get a lot of shit for it as well. I don't know if you like follow him or know who he is, but no, I'm not sure who he is. He's a, he's like a psychologist in university of Toronto out East, but he was catching Mm. a lot of shit for not complying with it and just like calling trans students what he thought was appropriate. I can't remember the exact Mm. story. I don't want to butcher it and slander him, but I just know he was catching heat for it. And yeah. And it's like kind of a controversial topic. Yeah. No, like I, uh,
1: no, I can't really uh, I can't really remember. Uh, what were we saying again? I'm
0: sorry. Like like if you guys have like hate speech or like any like laws around
1: that? Oh, yeah, yeah. So there's a few. Like I think a few of them are like it just depends on the situation. Like if there was like a, a racial incident and like, they were able to prove it, then yeah, like that would be like a fine or like jail or something, especially like it was at a public event, Um, actually, no, in Georgia, if there is like a, I think like a um, Black Lives Matter march of any kind or any kind of like organization and then like, uh, what's it called? Uh, Any kind of like predominantly white group comes up. um, They're considered, I think, like a threat now. So that's good. Um, Let's see, what else do we have? you can't well I I mean this is kind of normal but you can't like cuss out a cop because that's like considered assault because like it's them angry and so like they're able to like use force at that point or something yeah it's
0: like aggravating a police officer kind of thing like instigation I think is one of
1: the is that what it's called instigation yeah it's it's like that but also it, like say that person was actually like it would be stupid to do that but, like actually had something on them it would be like um it like goes up two charges or something because like i don't know i don't know if it's like that this way or like theory.
0: trying to like draw a reaction from the cop and then shoot him in self-defense kind of thing maybe yeah
1: yeah because like people can carry guns here so like they they have to be really careful um yeah it's it's funny because like I've been watching cops, like, a lot lately, and I don't know. It's just kind of, like, it's kind of interesting to see, like, uh, here in America, like, we have some interesting situations with cops and, and like, how people are and how stupid they are. And it's, like, it almost makes sense why some people go to jail, but it's sad for the people that, like, just don't deserve it at all, and, uh, like, they're just a victim of the system and, or a victim of, like, just bad time, wrong place, wrong time. I've seen a lot of those more than anything, to be honest.
0: It's great. Yeah, man. man. It's such a, that's like, I'd say one of the biggest cultural differences is like, especially like in Canada, because there's no open carry anywhere in Canada. Like that's not a thing. You can't do that. You could do like, if you have like what's called, it's like called a possessions and acquisitions license where I am, where I'm at. You have to get like a license to even like purchase a weapon And then, um, you could have like a hunting rifle or whatever you like, I guess like certain handguns. And then there's like a restricted license, which is like the guns that you have to have registered and the like police and the government would have like exactly what guns you have. They'd have to have like a full inventory. So like, there's like two different levels of, of like gun license to, to what I know I'd actually don't have, I'm trying to, I was thinking about getting one recently because, um a lot of my buddies hunt now and i'm like fuck i kind of want to get into this like i want to try it out because i've been having i've been eating more of their game and i'm like dude why am i buying meat in the fucking grocery store when i can get it better out there yeah yeah y'all have like elk yeah elk moose bear you can get everything here it's crazy
1: dude oh man uh that sounds so fun i need to get like canada seems like the one of the chillest places in the, like ever it definitely can
0: be it can, it can definitely be tense like right now in the last year or so it's been kind of tense but i feel like it's been everywhere in north america's like that where it's everyone's fucking so
1: polarized right now man yeah yeah it's i mean even here like i, just, I actually my arm's still so sore i just got my vaccine uh and i had, like i had been waiting on it i don't know i just wanted to make sure it was like fda approved and finally, I finally got the FDA approved one, but man, my arm hurts so bad. It hurts like, ah, oh, like even just like moving it right here, it's bad. I don't know. Uh, have you gotten?
0: Have you gotten that? yours yet? No, I haven't yet, man. I haven't yet. I'm still waiting because, as well, actually, because, um, dude, times are tense, and like, it's kind of funny here because, like, they're they're doing. I guess they're they just announced that they're trying to do it there as well, but they're rolling it out differently. Like the vaccine mandate and like, I won't get like too much into it, but like, I'm kind of like, uh, against the mandate, pretty against the mandate, man. So I'm kind of waiting for all the dust to settle. Cause it's like, man, I, I don't want to like just get it under pressure and I, I don't want to get too much into it. I've made a couple episodes about it recently. And, oh, I'll uh, have to check it out
1: then. Yeah. I haven't yeah. gotten to get to this.
0: Yeah, man. But yeah, so I'm just kind of waiting for all this dust to settle because I, I just don't really want to, yeah, contribute to like having the mandate come through. Like I, I'm definitely not an anti-vaxer. I've had tons of vaccines in my life, man. It's just yeah. like I don't want the fucking mandate. I don't really think that that's ethical, and I don't really think that our like it's a completely different like government like uh, kind of uh, climate here because like it's not really like a president, uh, in in the sense that like you're like each state is kind of still doing their own thing whereas like they're trying to push it federally here so like across the board and there's a lot of fucked up stuff going on here and especially they're trying to pass a lot of bills in like the behind the scenes thing actually against free speech and like against gun licenses as well so it's like kind of There's a lot of like shady shit happening behind the scenes, so it's kind of like, what the fuck's going on here, really? But I mean, like, I feel like Americans feel like that with their politics as well, so I I don't really think that's uncommon, man.
1: (laughs) Yeah, man. Yeah, I I don't know if anyone knows what's going on here, like, really. Uh, I think we're all just in shock, but (sighs) yeah, I'm I'm with you. There's a there's a lot I could get into. It's just like, oh see me alive right
0: now but i don't have my tinfoil hat though bro i just have my snapback so i can't talk about this stuff too much i know if i
1: had my tinfoil hat on it'd be a different story man i know it would protect the bad frequencies from my brain man because like uh oh well i was gonna say something uh i forgot we were were talking about something earlier i wanted to come back to it but um oh yeah um one thing I will say, though, about the vaccine is and not to add to your uh, your reasoning, but if I would be lying, if I said that I don't feel a little bit different than I did yesterday.
0: Like, yeah, but sure. I, I will say this because like, like I've had vaccinations before where I like I feel a little fucked up for a little while. Like that's that's pretty normal. Like, yeah. so, like that's the thing is like people want to pick on that shit. And it's like, dude, I have no problem with vaccines. I'm actually like, I fucking, last year I work in construction. I put a nail through my finger and I got a tetanus Ooh, shot. Man. Like, like I'm not, cause I was at risk for tetanus. So I got a tetanus shot. Like those, it made, hurt though. it Tetanus shots.
1: Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Shot. Yeah.
0: Like, it's like, I've, I've had shots before and like, it's normal to be a little bit like kind of like sore or cause like you said, man, tetanus shots. Like I was like fucking sore for a while, man. So like, that's not even what I'm like, I'm not one of those people that, I mean, like side effects from shit is real and it should be studied as well, but it's like, I'm, I just, I'm not a huge, and this is going to fucking get me canceled, but like, bro, I'm not a big government guy. Like I don't fucking really like the government being involved. The thing of the thing, the way that I look at it, man, and like, like, especially in the South right now, with some of the laws that Texas just put through people are talking about this a lot, but like, I just don't think that a lot of the things that the government have been doing recently are like really things that they should be really doing. Like there was a prime minister that we had a long time ago and he was quoted saying like, the government has no business being in the bedrooms of Canadians. And what he was referring to is like gay rights, like gay marriage rights. And like, that's kind of the way I view a lot of the shit. Like, it's like, dude, this isn't really your place. Like you're supposed to give us like social programs and deal with our healthcare, do some tax shit. Like, this isn't really, like, what you're supposed to be doing in my life. Like, this isn't my yeah. role. Like,
1: that's kind that's of the way right. I look at it. Yeah. No, they're way too intrusive. Um, as a matter of fact, that's one of the things I think about. I think about um, a lot of our system, even down to, like, I have, uh, people. you know, I might get a weird reaction on this. I don't know, but, like, I think and what's funny is, like, We have really good law enforcement officers. We have people in our place and in places that, like, you know, I could definitely see us keeping people in law enforcement. But a part of me, sometimes I just like wonder if, like, you know, how we've seen like a lot of the robots and a lot of the like uh, things lately, like that. I believe, I also believe in small government too, like where I'm just not a fan of the government, but I believe in like smart government. So putting the smartest people in charge 100%. And, letting th- and letting things like, whereas most people, people would find like cops as robots scary, more of like, in, it's almost like you're not going to call a cop to take care of like a, I don't know, like, a dispute between, like, a husband and wife, like, at a certain point, at a certain point, they need to save, like, the humans for the Iron Man suits, you know, and they need to, like, go up against actual crime, not, like, on actual, like, government territory, and not just, like, civilians, because I think, like, that's what creates this divide, too, is that it's literally our military, in and on our people at least in america is because they can just i mean like man i saw a video the other day this cop just like and, I, and i'm like for the i'm like for cops i'm not like blue lives matter guy but i'm not like i don't hate the cops you know they're actually helpful they you know like i actually just um like it's like what's the alternative just that fucking cowboy
0: like wild west kind of bullshit happen like
1: yeah yeah and that's I that's the you. thing yeah that's the thing it's like I, I'm not, uh, I'm definitely not for the, like, this, it's this way or that way. I feel like it's a little bit of both. Like, I feel like um, some people and like what I've realized is a lot of people in law enforcement are just like someone graduating from high school. They're totally new to the world. They've never went to Like another state or they never went to another country so they don't know a lot so I think like uh, there's definitely like on a base level law enforcement like I said like you know it's almost like we need different things in place like I don't know some sort of station or some sort of like robot of some sort that that is not like has nothing to do with humans, but just does a certain, so like surveillance instead of actually having somebody on the sidewalk to then call somebody. And then they have 15 cops at one scene. Like, I feel like it's just one of those things about, uh, especially in America, like we're, we're so police focused and we're not like, it's almost like there's not any other um, important like positions. If that makes sense, it's almost like that is like it, it just goes up the scale. I don't know, it's a weird way of explaining it, but no, I feel you, man. the police, month.
0: yeah, it's different as well because in Canada, it's a completely different system. Like for our police, like we have what's called the RCMP, which is like the Royal Canadian Mounted Police, they literally yeah. ride horses, man. Like it's actually pretty badass, but that um, is sick they don't ride horses everywhere, like mostly for ceremonies, but they, I have seen them on horses before, but, mm-hmm. um, but basically the way that it works is it's like a federal policing system. And then some bigger cities will have their own, like we have like VPD for Vancouver, but they're only within like the city confines of Vancouver. Like they don't exist where I live. Like that we just have RCMP for across the country. And, um, the way that they do it, it's actually, it, it, I think that this might actually be a a solution, like kind of for what you're saying, because for like, to become an RCMP, I think, I think I could be wrong, but you have to either have a degree or experience in trade school. Like you have to have some post-secondary schooling and then you have to go like, they all go into like, basically the middle of butt fuck nowhere. It's this place called Regina. It sounds kind of funny, but they literally all go to this fucking main base and it's like almost military training. Like they go through a lot. So it's like, you don't get people like, cause I like, and this is my kind of outside view looking in on like a lot of the things in America, like a lot of the times, like what you're saying kind of rings true. Like it, it, it looks like there's a lot of people that are just kind of like unprepared or inexperienced. And then it's like, well no shit like if you get a guy and you put him in a dangerous situation where some guy could have a gun pulled on him like obviously he's going to resort to maximum force right away because he's like scared for his own life but like with ours like if you're if you like kind of like two people that are basically like military training like and especially like and i don't know if this is like kind of a pro fucking gun control thing to say or not but like our citizens really the only people that have guns or people that have licenses or gangsters. So it's like most people don't have them and especially wouldn't have them on them just walking around the street. Mm-hmm. Because if you did, you'd be fucked. Like that's right. not right. Like you'd already be fucked for that. But right. like if someone has military training and they're stopping me, cause like whatever happens, like they're not fucking scared for their life. They're like, I could fucking tune this guy like a violin. Like, You know, it doesn't fucking matter to them. They're like, whatever. Like, they just tase me or baton me like worst. Like, there's no real, like, there's sometimes like, because like once you have your gun license, you're on the system. So, like, it doesn't mean that you're always carrying, but say, like, you get pulled over. And they run your plates and they see like they can pull up your insurance, it'll, it'll tell them whether or not you are a gun owner. And that's like the first question, if you have your gun license, they'll yeah. ask you when you get pulled over is like, do you have any firearms on you? And you just I'll be honest. If you do, then you tell them what you're doing with it. And if you don't, then you fucking say no. But, like, that's yeah. the first question. That's the first thing that's on their mind. But you guys have, like, a completely different legal system. So it's, like, you don't have to have your weapons registered. And, like, these cops, like you said, like, you can be fresh out of high school and just get a job there. So, like, I feel like a lot of the times the training and then it also comes down to, like, kind of the climate of what's going on. Because, like, our citizens are not arms. So it's completely different.
1: Yeah. Man, it would be a completely Completely different story. Like, uh was getting pulled over in the south. Like, cause he like over up. Like, you don't have to worry about weed. But like, like where we live, like things like weed is like is illegal still. So like, yeah, we have fucking stores that sell it, man. Like, yeah, so you funny. got like, you police officer pulls you over and he's got like a joint in his hand. He's like, hey man, I just want to let you do a little fast. Back. <laughs> Yeah. You can't smoke
0: it and drive. Cause that's a DUI yeah. still, but yeah. You, like you could be walking down the street and actually no, cause it's so weird. Cause you can't technically smoke it in public. Like it's the same as drinking in public. Like you can't be like t- publicly intoxicated, but yeah. like you can have it on you and you could like, yeah, it's kind of, it's super funny. Like the way that the law works, but we had a mayor like before it was even decriminalized in Vancouver it was already like kind of part of the culture that it was just not something like, I remember we had a mayor in Vancouver. So like right next door and he basically said like, I don't want my fucking court system clogged up with this bullshit. Like we're putting people in jail for fucking weed. Like it's fucking weed. Like we have fucking yeah. heroin people like heroin dealers to go after. Like he, he literally said to the VPD. So like we used to say like VPD was way more chill than RCMP because the VPD were told, like, we don't want this clogging up our, our federal, like or our court system in Vancouver. So like, it's yeah. always just kind of been lax here. And like, yeah, unless you're like driving around smoking it, like it's pretty laid back in terms of weed here, man. Like you can buy a fucking ounce at the store. Like,
1: man yeah see like it's that way here with like we have this thing called delta eight which is like because like you could have you can have cbd here and, like actually in atlanta they decriminalize it like it's weird it's the only place you can like really have like marijuana but uh yeah no we have this thing called delta eight and it's literally like cannabis but it's just it comes from hemp and it's the weirdest thing because it literally smokes like it's weed but it's not technically weed it's like hemp it's so weird but it's it's pretty good not gonna lie it's definitely good um but I would love to go to Canada for that reason for sure because like I have ADD and I have a bunch of stuff like and like even down to like my stomach man oh it like There's so many things wrong with me as far as like health wise, like, but not like on a serious level, but like on like a what some of them, but like it was at one point. But basically, yeah, it it helps a lot of like symptoms. So that's one thing I've always been like a uh, uh, like somebody that like is like outspoken about is like and Delta eight is like amazing that and like uh, just like always wanted to go to Canada for that for sure for sure
0: yeah vancouver is definitely that man like we're like a less warm ca- california let's put it that way politically yeah. actually right now who knows this is because we're actually going through a federal election right now i feel like americans don't really pay attention to our politics as much but we're yeah. literally going through a, a an elect a federal election right now so it might be a little bit different but we we've got pretty similar politicians in power the way i look at it they're, they're standing for similar things right now at least between our prime minister and your president so it'll be interesting to see what happens because he um yeah there's an election right now so he's he's either riding his time out right now or he's getting another couple years
1: yeah i feel like people paid more attention to our president when it was trump to be honest i feel like trump was like uh I feel like he kept everybody kind of like on their toes and with like
0: He's an animal man. He's so yeah. fucked. He's so funny though. He's so Dude. it's so funny cuz like I feel like I feel like every president you guys have had recently like Barack Obama wasn't as entertaining to watch but like Trump was fucking entertaining to watch man and yeah. even Joe Biden like whether you like look joe biden and trump you could say this about both of them whether you like them or not they're fucking funny to watch <laughs> they're okay. fucking funny to watch but
1: one of them's a little bit more sad because like like one of them's sure of himself and the other one's just kind of like he's talking about one thing he's not even sure where he is dude <laughs> yeah <laughs> there. oh man he's just oh. there man <laughs> he's, like, he's not very popular in Georgia, I take it. No, not really. No, he's not. But I mean, there's still like that like circle of like people that are like really like for like even in like the small towns, like there's still like people who are really pro-Biden, but like yeah, it, it was it was mostly Trump. That's because they
0: like '90s Biden, man. They like fucking yeah. '80s and '90s Biden, who was making weed illegal. Then there's all yeah. those rural people are like, "Fuck yeah, Biden!"
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I forgot about that. He was not for that. He was like, I forgot his actual quote, but yeah, he he kind of messed that up a little bit. I mean, so. Clinton
0: with that like, uh, it was like that crime mandate or whatever.
1: Yeah. Like a-
0: it was like yeah bananas but yeah. to kind of stray yeah. away from politics a little bit i was gonna ask you i wanted to get back actually i kept forgetting to ask you about this but um before we wrap this up i wanted to chat with you about you know now that you've gotten back into music like how have you kind of noticed that and this is like a huge u-turn on the conversation but like yeah no that's fine how have you noticed like that kind of impacted your life because you were talking about like confidence and self-esteem before like how have you kind of found that uh, i guess music has impacted like your mental health coming back to it
1: honestly so i feel like the whole journey has been so separate from music but the same like i feel like the music is more of like for me um symbolism it's it's more of about my journey though and i feel like it's kind of like like how we were talking about a movie it's like you think it's about one thing but it actually like ends uh, the, the idea of it ends at me getting that confidence back. So I think, um, when I started getting my confidence back, I think that definitely had to do with music, but I think it was because I was able to have more of like an outlet. And I think it was able, I was able to like, I don't know, just like make moves that I didn't think I could do. Like even simple shit, just like, um, like just, I don't know, networking. Cause like there was a time in my life where I, it was like way after um community college and um right after a time before my mom passed away but basically like, i didn't want to talk to anybody i realized like i didn't socialize at all so i don't know m- music bringing me to like networking and stuff and talking to more people like that's enough within itself like that i'm talking to more people and able to like have relationships and i'm able to communicate with people and uh yeah it's it's been really good honestly because it was a rough time and uh i think like with music it's also allowed me to tap into different skill sets like uh honestly if it wasn't for music i wouldn't have done digital marketing to be honest like little things like that so it's really it's been, it's been really fun i'm really glad i'm back into it
0: yeah because i feel like and like even myself because i i like you like I had a background in sales, but when I was super depressed, man, like I was like literally the same as you. I didn't want to fucking talk to anybody. It was just like, I just want to go to work, do a workout after, and then just fucking fuck off and play video games. Like, yeah. But now like I'm doing a podcast, it's like, Oh shit. Like I'm talking to people all the time. And like for hours, like I'm sitting right. there and talking to people. So it's like, dude, it's kind of like improved my communication skills in terms of like, maybe I don't sound a lot more educated because I still swear a lot and use a lot of slang, but it's like, it's improved my communication skills in the sense that like I'm a lot more honest with people when I speak to them. I'm a lot more like authentic to like my own beliefs and my own values. And I'm more comfortable speaking to people. So I feel like, mm-hmm. and especially like when you start producing, cause like that like pretty much is the whole business. Like I have a buddy of mine that makes music as well. And like, he, you always have to be fucking talking to new people, working with new people, like literally like all the time. Do you think like, cause I feel like that's parallel to every other career that people always want to like follow their dreams and chase their dreams. But they're like, Oh, but I'm too scared to fucking reach out to this person. I'm too scared to just have the first conversation. Like, what do you like? Do you think that, I guess what I'm trying to say is like, what would you say to somebody that like, is just kind of starting a side hustle. Maybe it's producing, maybe it's making a podcast. Maybe it's like literally, I don't know fucking butterfly selling butterfly t-shirts like what would you say yeah. to someone that's kind of like kind of feeling the same way that we were whereas like I don't want to fucking talk to anybody
1: I just want to do my shit yeah it's that I would say it's that. get ready to be tired because like it takes a lot out of you like for me I noticed like doing that first um even the first upload first time I uploaded a beat it took a lot out of me but I was happy when I did it um and also I would say don't celebrate like don't celebrate too much So say something good happens like you can celebrate for sure but like work twice as hard and if not harder and like only celebrate have like a set time for that but like just to keep working because there were several opportunities to be honest I could think of that I just kind of let go because of just distractions and the second you let up it it just it starts going so fast and people start going in different directions and um yeah so i would just say that yeah for sure
0: that's like literally the biggest lesson because i i was like i had my first like 100 download day earlier this year and i was Mm -hmm. like fuck yeah man triple digits in one day like that was so dope like and then and then for like a couple months in the summer i was like just fucking off on weekends going camping or just chilling out with my buddies like and it's like man i let my foot off the gas dude it's time to get back to fucking work
1: right yeah no but it always like when whenever you do get your foot back on that uh gas always does like i've noticed sometimes it'll come back three times what you thought it just i don't know how that works It just always like at least for me i've always like had a better response and maybe it's the level of enthusiasm I have like going into it, but I basically, I don't know. I get like three times response. So I just, I wish that on everybody doing something
0: like that, you know? Yeah, man. And I always like contribute as well. Cause like I've worked like, and you kind of sound like you've had this like similar history. Like I always worked in jobs where like, I enjoyed my jobs. Like I worked in restaurants and I really enjoyed working in the restaurant industry. It's a fun fucking place to be at. And like, I I worked in gyms, I sold gym, like gym memberships in the fitness industry for a few years. And like, dude, I loved that job as well. But like, I wasn't fucking doing something that I was like a passionate about. And there was no way to like, kind of be creative with it. Like, it was just like someone else's business. Like, did you notice that like when you were starting to be like more creative and like because before you were doing covers when you were in music and now like this time you're like having the ability to do a lot more art, like even with digital art as well. Like I feel like there's this weird correlation between mental health and like actually exploring creativeness and being able to like have the confidence to be like, I'm going to fucking do this.
1: Yeah. uh, And you were saying, what was that point? That point for me, I asked myself, uh, you like this thing, but Lance, what is your thing? And I think once I asked myself that, that's when it just hit for me. Like, and I think like for a lot of people and maybe like, you know how people say like the entrepreneur life or, cause I feel like there's a, like, even people who do like the nine to five or just like have like a normal job. Like there's still some sort of, there's a reason why a lot of people quit and do like the whole entrepreneurial, entrepreneurial route is because like they're seeing something inside of them. And I think that's what that thing is like, they enjoy doing something but it's like then it hits them one day like what is your thing and then when they figure out like their thing it's because like maybe they figure out they just wanted to belong to something they just wanted something to be really good at and uh, they see it in line it with like they put it in line with like what's going on today and they I think they definitely see like you know what they could do as far as uh having their own business but also having like uh us giving giving people something that they're passionate about but also something that's going to create value on like a long material scale but like i don't know i feel like i feel like passion is the most important thing and i feel like finding something that like you could be with yourself like am I good at this or am I just doing it because it, I'm kind of good at it and I just kind of want to make it like a hobby um, because like if there's somebody something finds and they're like, wow, I want to turn this into a business. They're going to come at it way different from like, oh, this is just a hobby and I enjoy it. So um, I, I could speak a lot on that because I've had so much experience and back and forth of is this real or is this a business or, you know, so many times, even in this, like so many times. percent, man. And it's like, it's,
0: it's hard because like, it's free to be vulnerable. You know what I mean? Like it's fucking terrifying. Like I know for myself, like one of my biggest things with doing the podcast is like a lot of the things that I talk about with, like in terms of like mental health is like different than what the average person, Like mental health person would talk about on their podcast or on instagram like a lot of like the rhetoric out there is like oh you're already perfect like everything else has to kind of adapt for you and my take on it is the exact opposite like it's like well what the fuck where do you need to improve because if you're not feeling your best then something's going on internally like that's something you need to fucking look at and so like i was scared in the very beginning because i was like fuck man what are going to people like maybe they're going to judge me for my opinions or maybe I'm not going to be able to convey it. Well, like maybe I sound too fucked. Like, like, cause I swear a lot and like, you know, I don't really talk properly all the time. Like people, I was always scared. Like people would be like, did you even fucking study psychology? And I'm like, <laughs> you know, like you always run all these things. Like I'm sure like as an artist as well, you get that where you're like, fuck, what are people going to say about this? Like maybe I think it sounds dope, but like, is this going to hit with people like, Yeah, It's like when you're creating anything, like there's this fucking fear of just judgment all the time. And like, I feel like once you start to end, dude, like I'm on my second year of doing this now. Like I actually just finished my second year. So I'm on my third year technically of doing this. So it's a lot more comfortable for me. And like, I can talk more openly and I just feel more comfortable. Yeah, that's the best way to say it. But like the first year, bro, was fucking brutal. I felt so robotic and I was too scared to post anything that I made. Like it was like, you know, once you get over that hump of like fearing that judgment, then I feel like, dude, that gives you like, like you were saying earlier, like that gives you the confidence to start being yourself, like and show face and start like, okay, now I can start to say this. Like, instead of like, oh, I like, and I just recently started changing the way I talk about it as well. Cause I used to tell people like, oh, I, I just started this podcast because I was, like, scared about if they gave me a bad review, I could be like, oh, but I just started. You know right. what I mean? But yeah. now I just tell people, yeah, I run a podcast. Like, it's my yeah. thing. That's my thing now. Like, mm-hmm. Did you have, yeah. like, a similar experience where you're like, oh, yeah, like, I kind of make music and now you're uh, like, yeah. dude, I'm a producer.
1: Yeah. No, like, that was me for I think I would say like 2018 to 2019 and then after like 2019 I just wrap so like yeah in 2020 like I really it hit me like wow like you're a producer like wow like I'm actually like doing this for a career and I'm actually like working with people and networking and um on like a small scale too but then it just got bigger um and uh just ever since I've been kind of taking it more seriously. i backed up a little bit, but I always came back stronger. But uh, yeah, in 2018, I remember thinking, cause I was like back when I was going to school, but I remember being at school around so many people, um, super talented, uh, could have said it, then, didn't, didn't say it. I remember being a student in 2019, still didn't feel it. And then it just hit me in 2020 the year I was supposed to spend my last semester but COVID like totally messed that up and um, yeah it was just like it was super weird because like it hit me last minute it felt like like at a moment where I should have known the whole time but I guess that's just kind of like part of it is just realizing like you kind of had opportunities and you could have realized it then but I'm hard on myself I'm going to say that kind of stuff anyways to be honest like I should have realized that that's such a mean thing to say. That's Dude, just... I'm the
0: exact same. I'm very <laughs> self-critical that way, man. I'm like, fuck, I should have done this. I should have done that. should have done yeah. this differently.
1: But that's what makes the power of the, this moment. And that's why like, I wish I, I would have wrote like the book. What was that called? Uh, the Spectacular Now. Not the actual book, but the title. That title is such like... It, if my life could be anything I would want it to be like the spectacular now but not like living just for the moment but what can you do now that's going to change forever like this that's how I'd like to think of it you know
0: yeah and like I don't know because I haven't actually asked you this yet but I don't know how old you are but like for me like I'm 26 man so like I think back to like when I was like just finishing high school like 17 years old And like, I think back to the times where I'm like, Oh, I don't want to waste my time trying to do this or do that. Like I always wanted to start a YouTube channel. I never did. I always wanted to make a podcast. I never did. There was all these things I wanted to do. And like looking back on it now, how it's like pretty much 10 years later, I'm like, dude, this time's going to fucking pass you by anyways. So you might as Mm -hmm. well be trying to do your shit because like I look back and like, and obviously there's been so much I've fucking learned and there's been so many lessons but there's also been a lot of opportunities in terms of like making money and doing all these other things so I don't want to say the last 10 years of my life have been wasted but there's like what I'm trying to say is like if you're feeling like you've just like and this is for like someone out there listening to this like if you're feeling like fuck man I don't want to waste my time trying this or that like it's like Dude, that time's going to fucking go by quick anyways. Like, you have nothing to lose because you're going to lose fucking time anyway. Like, I don't know if you can kind of resonate with that or if that hits for you, but, like, that's kind of something that I've been trying to tell myself right now where it's like, man, time's
1: going. So, like, i got to fucking work, man. Yeah, no, yeah, and I'm 24, so, like, not that far behind. So, I mean, you know, you start seeing people, and like they're 21 and they're getting married and 22 and it's almost like the world's moving at one pace and like i don't i think that's another thing is like realizing like like, yeah you gotta go but you're also not on anybody else's timeline so like your time might be it uh where like i wanted to be like if i had it my way i would have been a i would have been like a hip producer uh at like 18 like my senior year of high school and that's how i would have liked to do it but like Mac Miller, say, man, just blow up yeah, like 16 yeah, years old. Yeah, just like is, like right out of high school. Like they're all, yeah, that's, that's like how, you know, everybody expects it to be or wants it to be. But that, that didn't happen for me. But man, like I learned so much about life. Like even like thinking about like going back to like doing like insurance and, and, and like weird jobs like that. Like, what was I thinking? But at the same time, I know exactly what I was thinking. I knew exactly like things that taught me so i'm happy i did it
0: honestly yeah and i think it's more interesting to like to kind of talk to people like yourself where it's like this is the real side of it like people want to see like the mac millers and like the fucking you know ice cube or i'm trying to think of all these people that blew up super young like justin bieber is a perfect example yeah and like people think that that's how the industries work like but it's like i think that these conversations are most important because it's like that's not how it fucking works like like I said, like I'm through, I'm on my third year now making this podcast and like, it hasn't blown up. I'm not fucking huge and pop. And like, I've, I've gotten quite a few more followers on Instagram than when I started and little, little improvements, like, and it's always like a small gradual climb, but it's like, I feel like that's more of a representation of how like anything works. Like, even if you start your own business, like anything yeah. is going to take fucking years and people think you're just going to blow up overnight.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's, and I think some people do, because, and I mean, like, yeah, like, some people say it's because they go, like, and they do it this a certain way, but I think, like, some people catch on to, like, a certain, I guess, trend, and then they get, like, a, they're getting, like, a certain audience, and it takes them uh, almost, like, into a wave, but a, the, the people who have, like, the longest careers, I've noticed they build it on like a long 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 journey so yeah I, I think that you know building something is always the way i think uh waves are waves are easy to catch but man when you like crash it it's not fun you know um, and that's definitely i don't want to be catching a wave and crashing that would be like that would be crazy for me i would not want to do that
0: yeah 100 man that's kind of the way i feel like as well like things that like i like like all the fucking tiktok trends and all the shit that goes viral on instagram and shit like that like you see it for like three days and then it disappears like all the times like a new meme comes out or a new trend on tiktok it's like oh yeah it's there for like four days and then the next one comes around but then the people that take years like Dude, like in the podcast world, like Joe Rogan's king, obviously. And it's like, dude, his podcast was around for like a decade before it actually blew up to be like the Joe Rogan experience that it is now. Like people think that he just blew up and got this $100 million deal with Spotify. But it's like, dude, he was making fucking UFC, like fucking podcasts behind the scenes at UFC fights and all this stuff, like for like 10 years before anyone even watched him.
1: Yeah. Yeah, now I never got to. Me. Yeah, I never got to hear those though. That I've heard people talk about, like you gotta go watch his or listen to his old old podcast. But the oldest ones I can remember, like I think the first, uh, man, like I, I'm like I was really late to the train. The first uh, podcast I watched from him was the one with Dan Bilzerian. I don't yeah. know why that was the one I picked. It was just, and I was like, you know what, this guy, I like listening to this dude. And I was like, wait a minute. Like I was like, I checked my phone and I was like, is this that dude from Fear Factor? Like, yeah. I didn't know Joe Rogan because I like, man, this was this was back in 2016, 17. I didn't know that Joe Rogan, like back then, was like the same dude from Fear Factor or whatever. I don't know. They just like hit me. They don't look the same.
0: Yeah, yeah, because he looks so different now, man. He's had a like he's had a nose surgery, I think, because he had deviated septums from fighting. So he had to have like a nose surgery and like he's obviously older now and fucking super jacked. Whereas like before he was just lean, now he's like fucking jacked.
1: That's probably what it is. Yeah, he's got he got he's bald now too. He used to have hair. Yeah. Yeah, he's got like a Dana a Dana White look. Like I get them confused all the time. Like I'll be like, oh, there's Dana White. No, that's actually Joe Rogan. (laughs) dude yeah
0: and he's got some good people man like he gets musicians on there he gets actors he get like Matthew McConaughey was on there like yeah he's got like yeah he's got fighters he's got so many different people on man he just had uh Anthony Bourdain's assistant on like a week or two ago and they were just chatting with Anthony Bourdain like it was like super sick man so who was that Anthony Bourdain or his assistant he was the guy from, uh, what was that fucking, uh, it was like, you he was like a chef. He's a celebrity chef, but he was that guy that did, I can't remember what the fucking show is called now where he would travel around the world and kind of highlight different like world cultures, but he was like a, a fucking raging alcoholic. And then near the end of it, he got sober and was getting into martial arts, but he was like, yeah, there's so many different stories, but he was just such a beauty man. Mm. And, he ended up taking his own life a couple of years ago. And so Joe uh, just got to interview his assistant and they just kind of talked about his life and how, what she learned in his like basically working with him and what she did before and what she's planning on doing now. Like it was
1: a pretty yeah. fucking dope interview, man. Man. Yeah. No, I, I did not know who that was. Like when I think of chef automatically think of like Gordon Ramsay or something. But no, like I had no idea about that. I'm gonna have to go check that out. That seems interesting. The la- I can't even think of the last Joe Rogan episode I saw. Uh, who was it? Oh, um, it was, was it some like uh, I I don't know if it was the dude that shot Bin Laden, but it was uh, I think it was somebody like somebody that knew him. I don't know exactly. Or I might be thinking of a uh full sin podcast episode i hope i'm not but uh that's a whole other that's a whole other podcast they're from canada though no yeah dude
0: Nelk, they're from toronto they're from the other side of the country but yeah dude they are i i just remember i had to look it up it was uh parts unknown was the documentary and then the other one he i think he was on top chef a couple times as well but parts unknown is like the netflix documentary about uh anthony bourdain man so hearts unknown okay and then i think he has like another it's like no reservations or something like that i can't remember but super wild character man he's like this crazy chef but yeah um dude i feel like joe rogan should interview now because
1: that'd be fucking hilarious now that you said no yeah i don't know why he hasn't done that i really don't i feel like that would be a crazy upset. And they have their own now, so maybe they can invite him.
0: Yeah, dude. I feel like he's got to invite fucking uh, – I can't – who's fighting everyone? Is it Jake Paul or Logan Paul? I don't know the fucking um, difference between them.
1: I think they both do. Uh, Jake had the recent fight. That's what I do. I do know that, but uh, I, don't I don't know. know. Joe should I'm interview not- them. Maybe
0: he has already, and people are going to dog me for this. But, like, why hasn't he interviewed them? What the fuck?
1: I don't know man like I feel like uh I feel like the young guys don't I feel like they kind of have their own circle like and they're trying to like I don't know they just Joe doesn't pick with pick up them he wants to pick up the people like hmm who does uh let's just get my buddy Cameron Haynes yeah yeah I also watch the ones with him yeah the guy
0: he's such a beauty Cameron Haynes yeah that guy in there he's part of the reason I want to start hunting yeah this guy's a dope guy man the first time
1: i went up in a hunting stand and i didn't like i'm not even like one of those guys from the south it's like oh i hunt no like i'm not i'm not one of those guys at all but i have been before i went up with a bow and it was still like one of the coolest experiences because like it's still it's so like uh exactly how they describe it like on a joe rogan episode it's like um except i don't you know get to go back and i couldn't anyways it's now because i have a bad shoulder um but uh yeah i i really want to get into archery again though i got to get my shoulder better but that's such a fun it's such a fun thing that i miss but it's expensive a lot of people don't realize that archery is expensive like i lost so many arrows they're like 20 dollars each 30 dollars each sometimes
0: god it's probably twice yeah. as much here, man. I feel like everything's way cheaper down there, man. It's probably twice yeah. as much. I have no idea though. Yeah. Shit, man. Well, dude, out of respect for your time as well. Like, I feel like we've got to cut this off pretty quick, but I, I right, wanted man. to kind of give you an opportunity to, uh, I always like to say this, like I never do my own outros, man. I do my own intro. You do the outro, bro. It's on you. So I'm going to throw the mic over to you. Give people like kind of a, give yourself a shout out, tell people where they can find you and and kind of, uh actually you can plug that, that, uh, project you just sent me earlier as well. The one you oh, did yeah. two tracks on, cause I think people should listen to that, but, um, yeah. the, the only requirement is you have to give some sort of either positive or motivating message, something to kind of uplift the spirits, even if you just want to say something like that. But for anybody that's listening, that kind of, I guess was in similar shoes that you were in earlier in life, like kind of give some, some words to them. Yeah. Like right yeah, now, you want me go right
1: now? Yeah, it's, all, it's up to you, bro. All right, guys. Thank, for, thank you for listening with me and Mark. Uh, if there's one thing I could say uh, after this episode, I would say be honest with yourself. Uh, go hard. And when you think you've went hard, go even harder, which like we talked about, don't celebrate too early. Keep going, but also stay positive in that. So yeah there's a lot i could keep talking about on that i'll say that but uh again yeah you could follow me it's kind of confusing but it's at bryant underscore music but it's bryant without the a so you just take out the a because it used to be bryant but it's just spelled that way Uh, it just helps but uh thanks for listening guys
0: we appreciate it don't worry bro like if anyone's looking for his information it'll definitely be in like uh the description of this, if you're watching this on YouTube, it will be in the description below. But if you listen to the podcast, it'll be in like the show notes as well. But awesome. man, thank you so much for this chat, dude. I really appreciate it. And it was wicked, man. It was like a perfect mix of just casual conversation, but also some good shit as well. So I think that people yeah. will be able to be entertained and hopefully learn something as well. But thank you so much for listening guys. That's all I got. Much love and peace out.